0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. This is Bola from CleverGirlFinance.com, and I'm excited to be back with a new episode. I'm going to be talking about how to recession-proof your finances because recessions are inevitable, and you need to have a plan when they do arrive. And even if it's not a recession, things happen in life. You may lose your job, You know, unplanned expenses may come up, and you need to have a plan to get past the difficult situations to weather the storm. And so we're going to be getting into that on today's episode before I get started, if you haven't already subscribed to clevergirlfinance.com, head over to the website and subscribe there so you can get access to my resource library. I have over 12 really awesome tools to help you with your finances as you work on improving them. Um, and also be sure to subscribe to this podcast if you love what you're listening to. You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. And if we aren't already friends on Instagram, head over and follow me on Instagram at clevergirlfinance. And finally, be sure to check out the Clever accountability program. It is an awesome community of women who are building real wealth. They're ditching debt, saving money, and making huge strides with their finances through the weekly challenges and worksheets. And like I mentioned, an awesome community of really supportive women who are motivating each other to do great things with their money. So you can learn more about that at clevergirlfinanceacademy.com. So let's get into today's episode. We are going to be talking about recessions and some critical things you need to do, five critical things you need to do to recession-proof your finances. Because I, as I mentioned at the beginning, recessions are inevitable. And I'll just dive in a little bit as to what recessions are and kind of how they work. And I'll tell you what you need to be doing to make sure that you have a plan to recession-proof your finances. So economies are cyclical, and that means they go through periods when they have big expansions and economic growth. And this can go on for several years. And also, they go through periods of decline, which is what we call recessions. And in more se- severe situations, they're called depressions, which are extended recessions. And basically, what happens during during a recession is there is typically a decline in industrial and trade activity and this can severely impact your personal finances. Um, Some major implications from recessions include things like job losses, um, unemployment, those unemployment rates rise, um, there's a drop in real estate values, there is a decline in investment values, the stock market declines, and these are all things that are implications of um, a recession. However, regardless of whether there is a recession going on or not, life goes on, right? And you need to pay your bills. And so you need to have a plan to properly prepare your finances to weather a storm. And in the United States, the economy has been really on the up and up for several years now, ever since the 2008 recession, ever since we got past it. And, you know, there is a very high chance that a recession is coming around soon. Well, I cannot predict what the se- how severe it's going to be or how long it's going to last. You know, we definitely all need to be prepared for a potential recession coming our way. So I'm going to get into five key things you need to be doing to prepare your finances for a recession, to prepare your finances to weather any storm. You know, it could be a storm in your personal life, a job loss, something happens, unplanned expenses, but regardless of what is happening, you need to have a plan in place so that when things like this happen you don't go your your life doesn't become a ruin you don't go into you know panic mode you you need to have a plan in place so let's talk about the five key things you need to have in place or you need to be doing so number 1 you need to bulk up your emergency savings you guys hear me talk about this all the time on this podcast on the blog on Instagram having emergency savings is really critical and in a recession, having a fully funded emergency account can save you a ton of stress and avoid you, help you avoid becoming financially overextended or having to leverage debt just to get by with your day-to-day life. So ideally, you want to put aside three to six months of your basic living expenses in your emergency savings account. Um, and this is going to help you if you need money to survive something happens, an unplanned expense. And... Given the unpredictability of how long a recession can last, I highly recommend getting your emergency savings to about nine to 12 months. Three to six months is really the standard in an okay economy, but in a recession, ideally you want to get it to about nine to 12 months because in recessions, people lose jobs. um, The unemployment rate goes up. And so if unfortunately that were to happen to you where you lost your job this is going to give you a good amount of time to be able to find a job so it can it can be a great buffer to help you pay your bills while you're looking for a job. And this is because jobs can be harder to come by in an economy that's experiencing a recession. So if you have no emergency savings right now, do not panic. <laughs> I am not trying to scare you. I'm just trying to get you to start working on it and creating a plan. So start by, first of all, getting your emergency savings to $1,000. And this means you're going to need to build saving emergencies into your budget and start making those deposits into a designated account for your emergency savings once you get to that thousand dollars your next goal should be to get your emergency savings to three months and then to six months and if possible to nine months and if you can get it to 12 months that would be incredible but keep in mind that the amount of money you put into your emergency your emergency savings is for your basic living expenses so this is not for it's not money for your your wants and the nice to haves it's the it's money for your needs. And so this is to cover things like your shelter, your transportation, and your food, your basic living expenses, the things you need to pay for in order to survive. So you don't have to put in there a whole year of your salary. Instead, you need to figure out what your minimum cost is to survive every month, your basic living expenses, and get that into your emergency fund. And it's going to take you time to build up, but start now, build it into your budget. And every time you get paid designate an amount towards your emergency savings and start with that first thousand dollars and then get it to three months and then to six months and if possible to nine and twelve months and again in an economy experiencing a recession, it is typically more difficult to find jobs. And so you want to make sure that in the event that you, if you lose your job, unfortunately, because that happens sometimes, that you have a good enough buffer to help you survive. And even if there is no recession, you know, job losses happen, unexpected bills come up, and you want to be able to have a good buffer, aka your emergency fund, to help you get through it so you don't have to leverage debt and dig yourself into a deeper hole with debt. And if you're wondering about savings versus debt payments, I have a, blog, a podcast episode um, where I talk about, should you save or pay off debt? And that's that's a really a separate topic on its own. So head over there and listen to that. But at the very minimum, you want to get your emergency savings to $1,000. And then from there, depending on your situation, you can focus on aggressively saving more or aggressively paying down your debt. Okay, so number two, you want to diversify your investments. Um, You've probably heard the saying, don't put your eggs into one basket. Well, the same line of thought applies to your investments. It is very, very important that you have a well-diversified investment portfolio. And this means you don't ever want to have all of your investments tied up in one stock or in one real estate property. I know a lot of people um, buy their company stock, um, but you don't want to put all of your money into your company stock. You want to diversify your investments. So if you have an IRA or a 401k, um, you want to make sure that you look at where your money is invested in. You don't want to invest it in a single stock. You want to make sure in a fund that is spread across multiple industry sectors and different types of investments. Um, Also, one thing I was going to add is that When you are investing, you want to make sure that you do your research and that you are clear on your investment objectives and on your risk tolerance. And I also have a podcast episode on investing that you can go back and look for. Um, But when a recession rolls around, don't panic. Um, A lot of people get into the mode where it's like the sky is falling and they start to sell, 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 sell everything, but you don't want to panic. Once you have your objectives in place and you understand your risk tolerance then and all Also, if you're thinking long-term, it's going to help you get past the recession. So recessions are temporary situations. They may last a few years, but you cannot panic and start selling everything you own (laughs) when recessions happen. Um, For a lot of people who are experienced in investing, they look at recessions as the stock market being on sale, and they use that as an opportunity to find good investments. Warren Buffett is a huge fan of this. So again, think long-term, know your risk tolerance. Your, your risk tolerance, know what your objectives are, and have a clear plan for what it is that you're investing for. Okay, the third thing you need to do um, when it comes to making sure your finances are recession-proof is you need to pay off your debt. The last thing you want to do is have to worry about a ton of debt in a bad economy, especially with the increased rates of unemployment. Um, Paying off your debt is going to save you a ton of money in interest payments, and you'll also be able to put the extra funds once your debt is paid off towards bulking up your emergency savings and also towards your other financial goals. So you want to focus on paying off your high interest rate debt first before you consider any investing and just save yourself some money on those interest payments. once your debt is gone you can focus on investing as much as you want and yeah so paying off debt should be top on your list um, just to make sure that if a recession does roll around or for whatever reason you become unemployed you are not stressing and panicking and just like having sleepless nights because you don't know how you're going to pay off your debt if you're making money right now you want to make a pri- make it a priority to start paying off your debt Number four, you need to learn how to budget and live within your means. So I also very recently did a podcast episode on budgeting. Um, For those of you who don't love budgeting yet, you have to learn how to love it and you have to find a method that works for you. And your budget is what's going to help you live within your means. And living within your means is the key to building wealth. Um, It means that when you're living within your means, it means that you don't have to leverage debt all the time for your life. It means that you don't have to depend on using credit cards to pay your bills because you're spending more than you earn. The way to master living within your means is by budgeting. And your budget is going to help you track your expenses. It's going to help you take a look at what you earn in comparison to what you're spending. And your ultimate goal with budgeting is that you want to widen the gap between your income and your expenses as much as as you can and you do this by one increasing your income and two reducing your expenses or a combination of the two so you got to learn to budget, ladies. You have to make budgeting your friend. And if you are in a space where you do not like budgeting, you have to find a method that works for you. And it's all about practicing it. You're not going to budget one month and be a master budgeter. You're not going to budget one month and be perfect. Um, things happen. You know, Every month is different. And it's all about practicing and keeping up with it and then looking back at each month to see how things went and readjusting for the next month. So you got to learn how to budget. You got to love to budget. Your budget is your blueprint. It is your master plan. It is the key to building wealth. And finally, number five, it is a great idea to create multiple means of income. So the average millionaire has seven streams of income, and that is for good reason, because creating multiple streams of income ensures that you can increase how much money you have coming in. And it also acts as a buffer in the event that you lose one source of income, you still have money coming in from other places. So let's say you lose your job and you have a side hustle or you have multiple side hustles, you can still have money coming in from those avenues, even though you have no job. So if there is something that you are really passionate about doing or something that you get complimented on all the time, consider turning it into a side hustle to generate some additional income. So as a final note, I will say that you can't predict when a recession is going to happen. I can't predict it for you. I cannot predict it for myself. Um, I can't even, and if one does happen, I can't predict how long it's going to last. But it is important to keep in mind that recession or no recession You know you can experience a financial downturn in your personal economy at any time, regardless of what's happening in your country's economy or in the global economy. So it is important, it is very, very important that you have a plan and that you prepare yourself financially to weather any storms or any unplanned circumstances that may come your way. So just to recap the five critical key things that you want to start working on now to recession-proof your finances, to make sure that if a financial storm comes your way, you are good. Number one, you want to bulk up that emergency savings account, ladies. Number two, you want to diversify your investments. You don't want all your money in one single investment. You don't want it in one single business, one single stock, one single real estate property. You want to make sure that your investments are well diversified. Number three you want to start paying off your debt. Debt is very expensive and in a bad economy, it can be a ton of stress that you don't need. So if you're earning money right now, focus on getting that debt out of your life as quickly as possible. Number four, learn how to budget and learn to love it. And your budget is what's going to guide you to live within your means. And it is the key to wealth building. So budgeting has got to be your friend. Number five, create multiple streams of income um like i mentioned the average millionaire has seven sources of income and that's what keeps them wealthy so if there's anything that you do well that people tell you you do well think about starting a side hustle if there's a business you've been thinking of starting think about you know think about getting it done and a side hustle or multiple streams of income can be from your job, from your side hustle, from other things you do, from your investments, but you just want to make sure you have alternatives to your your main income bringer, the main thing that brings you income. And I'm a huge fan of how, having multiple streams of income. So I hope that these tips have been helpful and have gotten you to start thinking about what you need to do to make sure that you are creating a plan for your finances in the event of a recession or in the event that something unplanned happens in your own personal economy. Thank you guys so much for listening. And again, if you have loved what you're listening to, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. And be sure to leave a review and tell a friend about the podcast so we can get more people listening. Thanks so much, guys. And I'll be back again real soon with another episode episode.